podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge. Today we are breaking down season one, episode 15 of Hannah Montana. It's called More Than a Zombie to Me. My guest today is Courtney Sile. Hello, Courtney. Hello, I'm back. <laughs> um, you mentioned that you have like no memory of Jake Ryan, which is ironic because to me, these are the episodes that I probably remember the best. I was like very into the Jake Ryan storyline. But mm-hmm. you said that you had like no memory of him. Oh, I yeah, I I vaguely remember something about the zombie, like the zombie set looked familiar, but I don't remember Jake Ryan being like this big of a deal. I don't even remember who he was. Mm-hmm. I don't know how <laughs> like my <laughs> Montana memory just like skipped over that. Um but I'm, I'm as I'm watching this, I'm thinking that maybe I didn't watch as much Hannah Montana as I thought I did, <laughs> um, and maybe I just saw the same like three episodes like a thousand times. So <laughs> that's also possible. I think I think there are a lot of um, early episodes of Disney Channel shows that just got rerun to hell, and like yeah. Um, I think particularly with stuff like That's So Raven, like there are certain ones that I've seen like 15 times just because they were always <laughs> what they put on. Yeah, but even with That's So Raven, I feel like I can remember a majority of the episodes. It, and if I watched them, probably would remember more of them. But like, I don't something about Hannah Montana just like doesn't stick in my brain. Maybe you have repressed memories associated with Hannah Montana. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Again, this was like my transition out of Disney Channel, though, was mm-hmm. Hannah Montana started and I started watching Nickelodeon more. Like right. I wasn't watching Disney Channel as much. So maybe it was just like every Hannah Montana memory is replaced with like Drake and Josh and I. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so going into this episode, I remembered um, that this is where like Miley starts to like Jake and that um, Hannah Montana is like a guest star on Jake's zombie show. Um, before I even started the episode, I, I hit a roadblock about this fucking secret and like, how did she keep the secret? Because she was on set for a television show and she's wearing a very elaborate costume and makeup and hair. And like, wouldn't the hairstylist have noticed that she was wearing a wig? (laughs) Maybe Hannah has her own like entourage that does her hair and makeup i suppose it's possible and like i mean that makes sense for like appearances and concerts and stuff but when it's like on a network television show i don't know anyway it's it's largely irrelevant to the plot i just before i even started watching this i was like oh my god but she's on a show wouldn't somebody be doing her hair (laughs) yeah i have a lot of um how the fuck does she keep it a secret questions for this episode because it starts with her just like shouting it in a bathroom (laughs) yes so (laughs) the episode starts with miley and lily in their school bathroom and they're having a conversation about how hannah montana is gonna be on jake ryan's show zombie high playing zaronda princess of the undead and i want to say that before we started recording courtney referred to the character hannah montana plays as zendaya um (laughs) it's not that far off (laughs) I know, and I want it on the record. I want it on the record that that's what you said. <laughs> Zendaya, Princess of the Undead, in 
Jake Ryan's I'm a zombie slayer. So Right. Um <laughs> well actually Miley is like, guess who's gonna play Zaranda, Princess of the Undead? And Lily's like, Paula Abdul, and I'm like, why are we pivoting Lily to just straight up dumb? Like in what world? <laughs> Would Paula Abdul be guest starring on this teen zombie show? Oh my god. I would love to see that though. I want to see Paula Abdul in that fucking zombie costume that Hannah wore. <laughs> well, like, and also the plot is that like the character like has to kiss Jake Ryan's character. And like, why would Paula Abdul, like a middle-aged woman, <laughs> be on playing the love interest of like a 15-year-old boy? Anyway um it's irrelevant it's just a throwaway line um everything is relevant in this episode (laughs) (laughs) um lily uh is like but you can't even act and miley makes the point which i have made in the past which is that she does have to act all the time Mm -hmm. because she has her big secret i also noticed that miley looks a lot older in this episode kind of all of a sudden and that yeah. kind of goes throughout the episode. Like, she she looks older than she has in the previous episodes by, like, a lot. Particularly in the later scenes of this episode. Yeah. But they're talking about this in their school bathroom when anyone could walk in at any moment. Like, Miley does, like, a cursory glance under the stalls. But, like, any it's not like the door is locked. Somebody could come in yeah. and over here immediately. And also, Lily is not a quiet person. And I'm assuming those bathroom walls are not that thick. Like, it's a mm-hmm. school bathroom. You can hear what's happening in there. She's shouting. Right. Um, so, <laughs> you said that you hadn't watched the episode before this one. So, do you need me to give you some context clues about what was going on here? I just, I'm just wondering why Jake Ryan is going to this school. Like, is it for, like, researching the role of being a high school student? Like... No, so Jake Ryan, um, the previous episode was all about him starting school at their school. Um, He wants to have, like, a normal school experience, I guess. So he decided to go to their school. Um, But unlike Miley, he's very much openly a celebrity. And Mm -hmm. everybody, as we see in this episode, is very obsessed with him uh, because they're obsessed with celebrities. Um, And... Uh, we see a lot in the first episode that, like, Miley really doesn't like Jake. She thinks that he's, like, milking his fame for attention, and it kind of drives her crazy as someone that, like, could be getting that amount of attention, but isn't because she chose normalcy. So there's this kind of tension between them where Miley kind of sees through Jake, and Jake just, like, genuinely likes Miley, but Miley's like, nah, he's full of it. Yeah, so that's, he, yeah, he likes her because she doesn't like him. It's like that trope. Yeah, but I, I think the main part of it is that she's not putting on anything mm-hmm. for his sake. She's not fawning all over him like everyone else is. And, I, and she's not really treating him like a celebrity, which is, I think, what is appealing to him. Yeah. So that's kind of the foundation for their relationship coming into this episode. Miley still maintains that she doesn't like Jake, even though you can kind of tell that she like does think he's cute and likes the attention that he gives her. But she is like, I'm not going to give in to this famous asshole basically. (laughs) Um, And so they leave the bathroom and Jake is, I guess like surrounded by like a swarm of girls. And he, 
he's he's like they're like gossiping that like jake's gonna ask a girl to the dance today and it's like what did he make an announcement at the start of the day that today he would be asking someone to the dance yeah he had his little messenger boy with a trumpet go hear ye hear ye today is the day jake ryan will ask one lucky girl to the 70s themed dance right and i do want to state it's a 70s themed dance uh which is an odd choice personally it's not really a theme. That's just a, you should have just said disco themed. Yeah, disco would have made more sense because it, what, the way that they dress is disco. It's it's yeah. less seventies and more just like straight up disco. Jake is talking to like some of the girls in this crowd, and he says their names. And just for posterity, the names were Sally, Wendy, and Yolanda. And I was like, those are not the names of fourteen year olds in two thousand six. There's not a single one with any of those names. But also, we're introduced to him as he's going, ladies, ladies, A through L names before noon. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> the rest of the alphabet afternoon. Like, what a douche. <laughs> At least he's got like a system for how to deal with these hangers on, I guess. But, yeah. um, but regardless, um, Oliver's like excited that Jake's going to make this announcement because he's like, oh, I'll get the rejects. It'll be great. Which is again a weird attitude i don't think (laughs) i don't think the girls that want jake are gonna be like oh oliver's the next best thing (laughs) also he describes himself as a a broad dry shoulder to cry on and that boy is the opposite of broad no he's He's very lanky very skinny and very small (laughs) (laughs) lily's like what would you do if jake asked you and miley's like well obviously i'd say no um, and then Jake immediately comes over and asks her and she says no. But it's in this like confusing way. The or at yes least thing. they make it out to be confusing. Yeah, it's the like the no, yes, yes, no. Yes, I mean no. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, that sort of thing. It's, they do a lot this episode. <laughs> whatever. It's we can brush past it. I don't I don't want to linger on it. I think it's a dumb bit. <laughs> yeah. My next note is that this was definitely written by a man. <laughs> yes. yes again hence sally wendy and yolanda names yeah. that are not popular among young girls in 2006 because i feel like jake is like fine whatever and he like snaps his finger and all these girls chase after him like yeah um the next scene that we get um what? is miley and lily on the beach <laughs> and we're already dreading talking about this because as they're sitting on the beach, Miley whips out the script for the zombie high episode she's going to be on. And Jake is like 15 feet away from them. Yeah. And also it's a crowded beach. So Miley is holding an artifact that essentially proves her connection to Hannah Montana in broad daylight and she's like reading it and she and lily are like flipping through the pages and jake is right there and if he he came over while she's like holding it in the open and she had to like push it under her arm real quick and then she said it was not very convincing <laughs> she, she called it a magazine even though it was very thick like much thicker than a tv script would have been yeah um it was more like the script for like a long movie <laughs> yeah especially for, like a tw- i assume like a 20 minute episode for disney channel like the script would be a paper thin (laughs) like yeah it's i mean it's no more than like what like 45 pages that's like the longest it could be if it were an hour-long show on a network um 
But she claims that it's a magazine and Jake just like buys it, (laughs) even though it's so clearly a script for his show. Um, If he had seen that, it would have like been game over. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, She's so reckless. Miley like wants people to figure this out. I think that's my new theory is that Miley is like, yeah, I'm keeping it a secret. But she's like doing things to try and get people to figure it out. And everyone else is just like too dumb. Like, because... She is constantly doing this stuff in public with an earshot within sight of people that would figure it out so quickly if they were just paying enough attention. Yeah. But I think she's doing it under the guise of nobody's paying attention to dopey look, little brown haired Miley, you know? Yeah. And like she's not the cool <laughs> kid, even though she's objectively like a pretty little girl, like, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> She's not like some like ugly like I have glasses and braces and acne kind of nerd at school. She's no, she looks like Hannah Montana just with brown hair. Yeah, if she, I feel like she could be doing more to disguise her everyday appearance. Like glasses. she could, yeah, just like get fake glasses. But she doesn't want to be seen as nerdy. Miley very much cares about being cool and being good looking and and fashionable. Then just be Hannah Montana, like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we we go in circles on this one. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what? There's no real way to pull this off um, without, you know, just looking past so much. Yeah. But before Miley gets to the beach, Lily is there watching Jake because he's about to take his shirt off. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, he's about to take off his, like, his, like, wetsuit. His rash guard. They call it a rash guard. And I'm like, that's a gross word. Why would you say that in like a sexy context? He's about to take off his rash guard. (laughs) And then they look away for all of two seconds. And then Lily's like, oh, no, I missed it. And he's wearing a full sweater. Like he's wearing a jacket. And I'm like, you're still on the beach. (laughs) It's still hot. (laughs) Um. Jake walks over to them to, like, give Miley a second chance. Um, He again kind of tries to trick her into saying yes. He then mentions that he's going to have to kiss Hannah Montana soon because Hannah Montana is going to be guest starring on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, they're going to play love interests. And he says... He has to kiss Hannah Montana, but he'll be thinking of Miley. And I yeah. was like, whoa. <laughs> the meta the meta of that is upsetting. <laughs> it's, I'm like, if he's really thinking of Miley, he'd solve the mystery, you know? <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, wait a second, you look just like her. Maybe Miley's able to get away with it because she's in the guise of everyone in LA being too self-absorbed to notice that she looks exactly like Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe that is it. I it's <laughs> it is. I, don't know. I mean, that line for starters is like, oh my god, that's so meta. And also, like, what a like, what kind of what kind of move is that? Like, yeah, like it's also terribly creepy. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, if this guy who was interested in me in middle school said that he was about to go kiss someone else, but would be thinking of me. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I don't know what I would say. I don't know how I'd react. I would just be so thrown off by hearing that. Yeah, like, what do you do with that information? <laughs> it's quite a statement. 
Oh, and we forgot to mention that the episode that uh, Hannah Montana is going to be on is called Forbidden Love. So, like, she should have seen it coming, that that was what was going to happen. Yeah. This is when the B-plot comes up. Do you want to talk about it now? Do you want to talk about it later? (laughs) Oh, I have so many thoughts about the B-plot that we can talk about it later. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, let's... I'm, I'm with you. is wildly more interesting to me, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am of the opposite. My, oh, I think it's that's fine. Oh, I fully think it's the stupidest thing the show's ever done, but, um, it's you know. So, it's so inconsequential. It's ridiculous. Um, okay, so we cut to the set for Zombie High. Um, we meet Roger, the director. Whom I love. Who, Yes, and who, who like, all adult characters on this show that only turn up for, like, one episode um, is just, like, a caricature of mm-hmm. something. And he is very much a caricature of a director. Um, He's very eccentric and very British. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Hannah's in her zombie outfit, and it's pretty cute. I've, like, always remembered that outfit. I've always remembered the, like, image of her fully done up as the zombie queen. um it's like a pretty yeah it's a pretty purple dress with like i don't know burn marks on it (laughs) like her hair is all teased out she's wearing purple lipstick it's pretty cute she tries convincing the director that she shouldn't have to kiss jake that she'd like rather kiss the dog character that's on this show um Courtney, you missed this because you didn't watch the previous episode jake ryan mentioned that um he has been nominated for an emmy award um and from what we see of this show it doesn't add up (laughs) the face courtney's making right now i wish i could i wish i could put the visual into this audio production the look of just utter shock and incredulity that i'm giving elise because what (laughs) he mentioned off the cuff that he was nominated for an emmy (laughs) for this where he's doing his like air quotes big air quotes kung fu with these zombies (laughs) what you know he he doesn't explicitly say that it's for this show but like unless he's had other shows while he's been even younger than this well see i'm like it would have had to been this like (laughs) what is he getting emmys for like (laughs) is he on breaking bad like (laughs) (laughs) it's jake ryan on breaking bad oh my god what if that, what, okay, what if in the HMU, um, Breaking Bad exists, but it has different people playing the parts and, and it's like only people from within the HMU. And so like oh, Jake man. Ryan is playing like Jesse Pinkman and like Selena Gomez's character on Hannah Montana is like also on it. What if, what if that's it? <laughs> what if oh, Jake God. Ryan's on in universe Breaking Bad? He's just like on Game of Thrones, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's pulling oh John Snow in Game of Thrones, like getting his Emmy. <laughs> oh, that's 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 something to think about. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm a bastard man. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go kill these zombies, dude. Dude, I slayed this dragon once. Don't make me slay it again. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, fully the Bieber haircut too, which mm-hmm. I would be remiss not to mention. But um, I think this was pre Bieber, though. Yeah, everyone in this show has that. Every male character in the show has that haircut. It's the mm-hmm. Zac Efron and High School Musical haircut. Like, 
It is. That is exactly what it is. It's the Zac Efron in High School Musical look. Oh, my God. Anyhow, um, now that I've shared that relevatory information with you about Jake Ryan. Does this director have an Emmy, too? Because he deserves one for putting up with these children. <laughs> I I don't think Jake Ryan won his Emmy. He just mentioned that he had been nominated for one. Oh, uh, it was an honor to be nominated, though, you know? Yes, exactly. Um, and that's definitely something Jake Ryan would say. Um, so the director's like, no, you have to kiss Jake. You can't kiss the dog. You can't have no kiss because it's very integral to the plot. Demon dog. That's, that's right. His name is Demon Dog. I was like, oh, God, what was the dog's name? It's something dumb. Yeah. Demon Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a name. <laughs> Just two names. <laughs> <laughs> the director then goes to Jake and says that their guest star is a diva and nervous about the kiss. And so Jake goes over to Hannah and like has a little talk with her and he's kind of annoying at first. Um, but then he starts confiding in her about Miley, mm-hmm. um, which frankly, I'm surprised they didn't think to do this kind of plot earlier because it seems, it seems like such a good idea for what to do here. Yeah. Um, although I did write again that like, if Jake really likes Miley so much, he should be able to tell that she's Hannah Montana because they have the same face and the same voice. And if he really was like that obsessed with her, he'd be like, Hey, you look familiar. (laughs) Do I know you? (laughs) Right. Um, he says that she doesn't like me as a star or a person, but he says it with the biggest smile on his face. (laughs) I'm like, okay, dude, sure. (laughs) He's just a total simp for her. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh. Okay, we can just move on. I can't even. I don't get can't it. even address I, that. <laughs> get into it. <laughs> Miley's just nervous about Molly. Miley's not even nervous about. Or Hannah's not nervous, but whatever. Hannah Montana is not nervous about this kiss. She just doesn't want to do it. And no means yeah. no. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. But Jake does clearly really like Miley. Um, yeah, it's a little sweet at moments. And then he, yeah. like, he goes back and forth between being sweet and an incredible douche in 0.2 seconds. Which is, I think, why Miley is really struggling with defining her feelings in this. Yeah. Uh, because he's not making it easy for her. <laughs> yeah. He then tells Hannah for the kiss to just close her eyes and count to 60. That is such Again? a long time. Again, I was like, yowza. <laughs> Jake Ryan clearly has some level of game. <laughs> He's always dropping these big lines on Miley. Yeah. But I'll, that's a long time for a, a, a TV kiss, right? Like yes. A whole, a whole ass minute. I would imagine that when the episode actually airs, it would be shorter than that. But, like, they probably want them to hold it for long to, like, make sure that they get the shot and, like, from various angles and stuff. I don't know. I guess. But also, um, he takes this Thundermint gum. Yeah. Yeah. And so this really complicates things for Miley. She's like, I guess Jake's all right. And he seems to really like me. And, um... And he's kind of dreamy right now, telling me he's going to kiss me for 60 seconds. And he took a thunder mint and uh, and she's like getting excited to kiss him in the scene. Um, but then they call cut before they actually kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
and she's very disappointed. She's like, what do you mean? I, we're not kissing. And then they're like, we actually liked your idea. You're going to kiss Demon Dog and see how uh, the audience feels about uh, the relationship uh, between the characters before we have you do it. And I was like, ah, kind of like they're doing to us <laughs> with Miley Ooh. and Jake Ryan. <laughs> the meta of this episode. My goodness. Lots of layers in this episode. Um, yeah. Can we talk about the fight that they have in this little because I, I i gathered that the 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 plot of the zombie episode is that jake ryan and um zorinda queen of the dead if they kiss they break some zombie curse and things get better or whatever um but the zombies are like you can't have her she's mine and they're gonna flush her down a toilet um to hell <laughs> so yeah so apparently the toilet is like a portal to the underworld and i was like but they aren't demons they're just zombies yeah um so i was a little confused by it i also wanted to know who played the two side zombies because i thought they did a lot of work here they were just like full windy woo like karate (laughs) like (laughs) and also jake says the line flush twice it's a long way down ew (laughs) yeah (laughs) Also, Hannah's a bad actor. She's a bad actor in this scene. <laughs> I think, I think I I was like I feel like Cody Lindley, who plays Jake Ryan, is doing a very good job of playing a bad actor. Yeah. Um, I think he was like trying to ham it up and be goofy, um, which I appreciated. Um, because yeah. this definitely- isn't. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't the kind of show that like you can really take seriously. <laughs> no, it was definitely very campy. Which was, like, pretty fun. Like, I'd watch that show if I was a kid. Like, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Hannah Montana's on it? Sign me up. Like, where's that spinoff? Yeah. Um, Although it did not look like an Emmy-nominated show. <laughs> as we've already not. talked about. I think it'd be nominated for maybe a Kids' Choice Award. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say that because we definitely... Uh, in last week's episode, we definitely were, were like, nominated for an Emmy... And Alana was like more like a kid's choice award. Yeah, <laughs> I was Jake like, Ryan. yeah, he doesn't even get a teen choice award. He has to go get slimed. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna go up there, get his orange Nickelodeon blimp, and then get slimed in the middle of his acceptance speech. Like that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on with that scene? No, now she likes Jake and the director is still eccentric. Also, she yells at the dog for br- not brushing his teeth well enough or something. <laughs> Yeah, they had a lot of shots of the dog. It was a cute um, dog. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Um, so, back at school, <laughs> uh, Jake comes by um, where Miley and Lily are hanging out. And um, Miley wants to tell Jake that she changed her mind and does want to go to the dance with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's too slow because he immediately asks Lily instead. And Lily, of course, accepts because she loves Jake Ryan. Which, I don't know how the logical step from Miley to Lily is. Like, he has all these other girls after him. Unless he's, like, purposely trying to make Miley jealous. Which I guess works. Yeah, I... But it didn't seem that way. He didn't seem to be, like, nefarious about it. He seemed to just genuinely want to go to the dance with Lily because Miley said no. I think there are a few different ways to look at that because, yeah, I, it's not like Lily and Miley are similar people. 
Um, no, not at all. But but Lily is very cute and like, but she still fawns over Jake like everybody else does. Um, yeah, I I think it would make a lot of sense if Jake were picking Lily because he knows that she's so close to Miley and it would um, get her agitated. Um, but we don't get any actual evidence of that being the case. There's no, you know, in, in any later part of the episode, there's no reference to that having been his motivation. Um, I think it would have made sense, but I don't think that was where they went with it. Um, yeah. I think it was kind of just random, to be honest. Yeah, I think it was just to instigate them fighting more than anything. To, like, yeah. make the moral, like, ooh, you shouldn't fight over a boy or whatever. But, like... yeah. I think it would have been way more interesting if Jake actually had like some sort of nefarious hand in it. Um, but you know, maybe that's too complicated for a children's television show. So uh, I, I don't think it's too complicated. I just think that they were trying to establish Jake as like a decent guy who like Miley should want to be with. Yeah. Especially considering how big of a role he plays um, across the whole series. Um, yeah. I don't think they'd want to like have him, like mess with her head that much (laughs) i guess yeah but miley and lily do end up having a big fight about the whole ordeal um because miley does now she's like decided she likes jake which lily would have known if she had not gotten a a f on her biology test or whatever with photosynthesis okay yeah so they make a big pivot in this episode to lily is like dumb um which, yeah. like, Lily has been out of touch in previous episodes, but not dumb. And in this one, they have her think that photosynthesis has to do with photography, which, and Miley was like, um, yeah, anyone that went to elementary school knows that that's not true, which is correct. Yeah. And I was like, why would they, why would they include that line and make Lily seem dumb all of a sudden? I don't know. Because I get that Disney loves to have their, like, ditzy girl sidekicks. But that's not really how they were playing Lily so far. So I did think it was kind of odd and I didn't really care for it. But this is also the point in the episode where they make Miley a giant bitch. (laughs) Like, it is, though. Like, up until this point, Lily, like... I don't know, maybe in previous episodes it has happened before where Miley has been, like, choosing something over Lily or being rude to... Like, it happened in the other episode we did where with mm-hmm. Kelly Clark's birthday party. But, like, in this one, Miley's just, like, outright mean to Lily over something that Lily had no control over. Yeah, I think this this sort of fight between the two of them is getting pretty repetitive um, yeah. because they they have done variations on this several times and like we know how this is gonna end like they're gonna be mad at each other and then something's gonna happen and then they're gonna make up and miley will choose to hang out with lily instead of jake at the dance and that's what ends up happening yeah and also lily is like fully in the right to be mad at miley but i can understand from miley's point of view I mean, I guess I can kind of understand from her point of view that, like, it does hurt to, like, finally realize that, like, this guy that likes her, she actually wants to spend time with, mm-hmm. only to have it, like, taken away symbolically by her best friend. But at the same time, Miley was so emphatic 
for so long that she wanted nothing to do with Jake. So she doesn't really have the right to be mad. But that's like my point though, is like Lily didn't, Lily didn't ask to be asked out by Jake. She didn't know Miley liked him because up until this point, Miley has said, I hate him. Like she's been very like vehemently against him. And now all of a sudden Miley's done a 180 and it's Lily's fault for saying yes. I mean, the way that they could have solved this quicker would be Miley being like, actually the experience of uh, talking to him when he didn't know it was me was, you know, really something for me. And now I've changed my mind and I actually really care about him. Lily could have said, oh, I'm sorry. And like, gone back to Jake or whatever and been like, actually, you should go ask Miley one more time. But like, that is asking a lot of Lily. But also they're 14. Like, I think we're coming right. up with 20, mid-20s women who are like, why don't they just like have a conversation about it? Like, <laughs> wine and have a conversation about it. But they're fully 14. And it's like, this is the first boy that's paid either of them any attention ever. And it happens to be a huge celebrity in their lives. Like, of course, they're going to be like gaga over him. Like, mm-hmm. he's a yeah. celebrity and he's a cute boy. And they're 14. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess it would drive them a little batty. Yeah. But, you know, also a man wrote this, so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so then we go to the 70s dance, um, which is immediately very, very jarring. And a little problematic. Um. <laughs> so Oliver is like the DJ for the dance. He which, always gets why? these gigs, um, <laughs> like being the DJ or the announcer or whatever. Um, Oliver is wearing a very large afro wig. He's wearing like a orange patterned button-down shirt. Um Lily's wearing like a Farrah Fawcett wig and like yeah, bell bottoms. I said Lily looked great. I think she looked great in that wig. Yeah, I I was like, wow, where has she been keeping that wig? <laughs> <laughs> this is the best Lily's ever looked in a wig. <laughs> um and jake is in like a saturday night fever outfit like fully john travolta like (laughs) yeah i mean it's john travolta in saturday night fever that was like what they made this outfit based on where did these children get these outfits is what i'm wondering do they just have like a lot in the school where they're like (laughs) pick your 70s themed outfit for our 70s themed dance well i think they probably knew there was a 70s dance coming up and they were like mom i need a 70s outfit help me pick something out you know i don't think it's that deep (laughs) except jake ryan's a celebrity so he can do whatever he wants (laughs) i guess but it just seems like all the outfits are like very specific party city well maybe maybe their parents took them to party city sure i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um uh jake is like i want to make a speech which we don't actually find out what his speech was going to be. Um, he goes up to like the DJ booth and like starts talking in the mic. And then Miley busts open the doors to the dance and she looks hot or like oh. as hot as like a 15 year old. <laughs> oh yeah. She went to Macy's for that red dress. Like <laughs> she, she is in a red halter dress and she's wearing high heels and her hair is all done up. And it, like, distracts Jake from his speech. Which I think was just, like, thanks for being nice to me, everyone. I think that's what it was. We never, like, <laughs> there was no resolution to it. Yeah. Um, 
Lily goes over to Miley and she's a really savage line. She says, you're supposed to be at a 70s dance, not turning letters at a game show. <laughs> Sick Vanna White joke. I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> Lily with the very topical references. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's like very apparent that Miley now being into Jake is going to backfire they both try dancing with him and Jake is like, girls put the claws away again, written by a middle-aged man. Um, but he clearly likes the extra attention, <laughs> but saying, saying to girls, put the claws away is such a microaggression that like, I can't hear it anymore. It's so overdone and it's so based in like nothing. And it's yeah. so rude. It just, ugh. how did they all know all these like very specific dances too? Like, it was very choreographed. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I just, I, these are the questions I have for the world of the show. Um, but then Jake also says, celebrity in pain. And I also hated that line. So <laughs> he does say celebrity in pain. Um, yeah, because they each like pull very hard on one of his arms. Um, which, how is that going to like make them attractive to him? I don't know. Yeah, at that point, if I was Jake Ryan, I'd be like, all right, I'm bye. going home. <laughs> I'm a celebrity. Like, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Yolanda, um, you're my new date. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Wendy? Um, Sally. <laughs> um, they both pull on his arm so hard that they each go flying in separate directions. Miley goes like flying into like the food table, and Lily goes flying into the punch. One is arguably worse. Because um, mm-hmm. Miley looks like she landed a bunch of uh, a mix amidst a bunch of pretzels, and Lily went wig first into sherbet punch. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she went white blonde wig first into like neon red, red punch. punch. <laughs> <laughs> but then we get our full circle moment back in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, they're back in the bathroom and. Uh, Lily said that she doesn't like Jake as much since she saw the way that he looks at Miley. Um, And it's pretty sad. Um, Miley apologizes because Lily is like clearly visibly hurt. She's like clearly really sad about how the whole thing went down. And I felt really bad for her. Like she, she got caught in the middle of this. Like she didn't need to be any part of this. Why couldn't Jake have just asked another girl? Why did it have to be Miley's best friend? But on the flip side, like with the Jackson thing when his volleyball game happened, like I feel bad for Lily because Miley is Hannah Montana. She always gets that attention. She always will get that attention. This was a moment for Lily to have that attention and Lily didn't get to have it, which is rude on Miley's part. And Miley should know this by now that she gets special treatment, even though she doesn't know it. If mm-hmm. she's Miley, but she could have let Lily have this one night, you know, like it's not like, yeah. she, it's not like he and Lily were going to be like, boyfriend girlfriend after this no and jake clearly wasn't that into lily anyway if jake was like a mature person and not a teen boy he would have just gone by himself (laughs) when the person he didn't want to go with said no um it's not like he would have been short on dance partners and everybody still wanted to dance with him yeah and then he does he does end up dancing with like every other girl at the end Yeah, so so they go back into the dance, and he, like, asks Miley if she wants to dance, and Miley's like, no, I'm gonna dance with my friend Lily, 
Um, which again was like so obviously what was gonna happen here. <laughs> yeah. But then they still lust after him as they're like turning on the dance floor together. Right. Um, Jake says, Who wants to do the hustle with Drake Ryan Drake Ryan Jake Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> and a crowd swarms around him including what appeared to be i don't know if you noticed this woman too but there also appeared to be like a chaperone or a teacher who was also part of the swarm she was like she was like a middle-aged african-american woman like in like this frumpy blue dress she like came up and was like under jake's arm i was like what is she doing there trying to dance with this boy (laughs) ma'am you were 40 (laughs) but also like to that point Oliver also kind of wants to fuck Jake. Like, (laughs) everybody wants to fuck Jake. Yeah, because when he goes up to the DJ booth and he's like, hey, Oliver, can I do a speech? Oliver's like, yeah, man, let me set you up. And then Oliver goes on for five minutes about how great he's like, the hottest man I've ever known with the cutest little butt. And like, that's not really what he says, but it's it's that sort of tone. My best friend, Jake Ryan. It's like, oh my god. Jake Ryan is just so charismatic that literally everybody wants a piece of him. Do maybe this isn't something we can answer now. Do Lily and Oliver date at one point? Yes. Okay. I thought that happened. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure Oliver. they're like endgame. <laughs> yeah. The same thing happened in iCarly where Sam and Freddie dated for like a while, and you're like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> we're we're quite a ways away from Lily and Oliver becoming a thing though if my memory serves it's it's at least next season if not the season after I kind of can't wait for Oliver to be in the episodes more because right now he kind of pops in and out as like a funny character whoa and I would like to see him have I don't know more of a, a screen time I think he had more to do in the episodes previous to this one. Um, Probably. I didn't in like that. the last few, he's had more to do. But now that like there's like a different boy character, there's only so much. <laughs> there's only so many boys you can have on screen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, was there any final stuff that you wanted to say about the A plot? At least for right now. Uh, I don't think so. I think okay. we got well, covered it all. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a there? quick break and then uh we'll come back and talk all about the b plot <laughs> deep sigh <laughs> pranked you <laughs> yeah 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 okay b plot <laughs> The B-plot started in a confusing manner for me because Jackson opens, like, a gift-wrapped box, and we don't see what's in it, but I was like, is it, like, a turned-on blender? Is it... I think it's actually a vacuum. I think it's a vacuum. But... But it, like, sucks him into it. Yeah. But the way that (laughs) Jackson does it is, like, the sound effect came on... And then Jackson took, like, a beat too long and then went, oh, suction. And then shoved his head in this box and then, like, wiggled around with it. <laughs> I'm so confused about what what was... I get that it was a vacuum, but how could it have been positioned within this box that it would turn on automatically and have the power to suck a person's face into the box? Billy Ray magic. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. In any case, 
Robbie Ray says he's going to give it to Uncle Earl, who gets mentioned all the time. Um, and I believe he shows up later in the series and he's played by uh, Packer from The Office. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's that's who it is. I'm going to be upset if I was wrong. Um, but Robbie Ray re- refers to Uncle Earl as one of the all-time great pranksters. And Jackson's like, cool, can I help you with the prank and Robbie Ray doesn't think that Jackson has what it takes to participate in this prank off, which means we have a B plot, ladies and gentlemen, Um, (laughs) which is, it starts with Jackson going, okay. And then he like raises his eyebrows weird. And Billy's like, I know that look. And he's like, what look? And then he like sprints and trips and runs away. And it's just like, oh, here we go again, Jackson. Like, (laughs) Oh my god. Um, the next segment we get of the B plot is very simple. Um, Robbie Ray is eating a chocolate cake, or he's like about to eat a chocolate cake and is like, I'm gonna go on a run and then I'm gonna come back and eat this chocolate cake. Um, he then decides he's only gonna go to the end of the driveway and back, um, which should probably only take him 30 seconds, but he leaves the cake under like a cake cover. Mm-hmm. And when he comes back, he takes the cake cover off and it's Jackson's head. With chocolate cake all around his mouth. <laughs> Which I have some questions about. Mm-hmm. One, did he destroy their table? Like, <laughs> he put a hole in it to shove his head through it? How did he do that in 10 seconds? Um, B, it just reminded me of that episode of Drag Race in season six. <laughs> yes, me too. Me <laughs> too. Toxic hell. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, he's just destroying their furniture what (laughs) yeah that's an ongoing theme of this b plot is destroying their their family furniture um i my my guess on this cake prank is that jackson was waiting under the table already and had already like maybe messed with the structural integrity of that area he like probably measured it for his head beforehand and just needed to like pop it out that's so much work I mean, this is my best guess, but how he got rid of the cake is, like, a different story. I guess maybe he probably, like, put the cake um, under the table and then, like, smeared some on his face. Yeah, he fully, like, Matilda'd that. (laughs) Just, like, smeared it on his face. But in any case, so so that's, that's, like, prank number one. And... So Billy Ray's, like, gotta get him back. And, uh, he gets him back. (laughs) Okay, so the next prank after that is Jackson is, like, asleep and his alarm goes off to wake him up in the morning. Um, And then we pan out and Jackson's entire bed is just on the beach in front of the surf shack. (laughs) Yeah, and Billy Ray jogs up and is like, you're a heavy sleeper, man. And then he jogs away. And then Jackson gets out of bed and is wearing, like, a floral onesie. He's wearing footy pajamas. Which I have some questions about. First, the tiki bedspread. What is that bedspread? (laughs) (laughs) And second, why is he wearing a onesie? They live in LA. It's fucking hot. (laughs) I think think we're supposed to get that Robbie Ray uh, changed Jackson's pajamas as he was sleeping and then transported him to the beach, which is why he was a heavy sleeper. I don't believe that for one goddamn second. Well, Robbie Ray, Rufy Jackson. <laughs> he 
like knocked him out. Pranked, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he like he, he like drugged fucking, him. <laughs> yeah, he gave him like sleeping pills or something. Cause my god, dude, <laughs> they couldn't show that part for TV, <laughs> yeah, but not safe for kids. <laughs> um, oh my god. The way that Jackson gets back at him is through a much, much smaller prank. <laughs> but again, destroys the furniture. Robbie's like eating something. Um, it's like and- a, a, a raspberry shake because he says... Come That's here. what he says. I don't believe him. <laughs> I, I, I think we're supposed to assume that it's a protein shake because Robbie Ray is healthy. Um. <laughs> right. But Jackson, I guess, like takes the back out of the chair so Robbie Ray leans back and falls head first, ass up. <laughs> <Into a milkshake. laughs> yeah, and spills all over himself. And he's like, come here, Jackson, come give me a hug. Because he's all covered and stuff. Yeah. And Jackson goes to run out the door only to find that Robbie made a print of what their outside looks like on a sheet of photo paper. And Jackson runs through it. And falls into like a puddle of mud. And then he comes in, tries to chase Robbie, and he falls down really hard. Yeah. So Robbie, I wrote down what they say. Robbie says, come give me some low-fat raspberry love. Um, (laughs) And then Jackson trips into this pudding and then says, come give me some love. That's pudding? It's chocolate pudding. They say pudding at some point. Okay. Okay. Okay, I thought that it was just muddy outside. <laughs> I thought it was also, but it's like a it's like a kiddie pool of pudding. Okay, um, that makes more sense to me. Does it? <laughs> yes, because he clearly set that up for when Jackson ran through. Yeah. Whereas but, oh, if it were was, was mud, it would have had to have just like worked out that way. <laughs> but also, Robbie says, uh, Bill, "Billy Ray, Robbie Ray, whatever." He says that. Um, Thank God for digital cameras. That would have taken me a week to paint. <laughs> Sir, you're telling me you would have painted a perfect replica of your outside just for it to get ripped open by your son because you're in a prank war? Sir? <laughs> he <laughs> said, bet. <laughs> <laughs> he said, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Anything for the prank. <laughs> the conclusion to the B plot is oh, my dog just entered. Hello. Hi, dog. The conclusion to the B-plot is that Jackson and Robbie now can't trust anything. Um, They have so broken and fried their brains um, that the doorbell rings and neither of them are willing to get up and get it. Well, because it might be a monkey. Yeah, it could be a monkey, I guess. It could have been a monkey that, like, one of them orchestrated to show up at the house. Don't know why it was a monkey, but, you know. In any case, it ends up... We the episode ends with us panning outside and seeing that it's like a guy with a TV crew holding a ten million dollar check. Yeah, it was like one of those like um oh what are they called like the random house winners where they yeah. just have like a million dollars. It was like ten million dollars. That's a lot. Like, it is a lot. That's normally more than I think they give out for those. Like a hundred thousand dollars is like what they do. Yeah, yeah, and um. Also, these are rich people already. Yeah, they live in Malibu. On they the work in Hollywood. <laughs> they live literally on the sand. <laughs> like, why don't you go where that money is needed? <laughs> yeah, go to fucking Compton or something. <laughs> like, Sacramento. <laughs> um, oh my God. Anaheim. Go to Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> I 
give it give it to some of the poor Disney employees. Yeah, give it to the people who live outside of Disneyland and can't go to Disneyland. <laughs> um, did you have other things that you wanted to talk about in the B plot? Because like for me, I just was like, oh, it's one of these. No, because um, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you were so um, excited to talk about it because I thought it was the stupidest thing that had ever happened on the show. Like of all the, like I do, I feel like I do remember the B plot. Like, I don't know why I remember the B plot of this episode, but I don't remember the A plot. Um, (laughs) But I just like the idea that they can keep escalating this stupid prank war, but it's not even escalating. They go like, they do the big pranks first and then go back with littler pranks. Like they're not good (laughs) at this. I think I wrote down, this isn't prank war. It's stupid war. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like the, the biggest point, prank was definitely the bed on the beach and then it was kind of yeah. like small game from there but that's a prank C- cutting open a chair so somebody falls and like spills on themselves that's not a prank <laughs> like that's just stupid <laughs> and also like robbie ray you could have seriously injured your son by throwing him in a pudding pit and having him run around your house in now, a pudding now, pit now, now somebody's got to clean up the pudding are you gonna clean up the pudding <laughs> There's a lot of they probably there. have a maid because they're uh, rich. Maid. <laughs> she probably walks into the house every day and is like, oh fuck. Like again, <laughs> today <laughs> it's Friday. Come on. <laughs> uh, I'm angry at these rich people <laughs> for being rich. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, big mood. Um but please. <laughs> Come give me some low-fat raspberry love. <laughs> I will not. That's fair. I refuse. Um, I wish there were some wilder outfits in this episode. I miss the wild outfits. I mean, the ones at the dance were all pretty wild. I would say the only one that I, like, actually had to write down was that in the scene after they filmed the TV show... Miley's wearing this pink outfit that is just terrible. It's so ugly. It's like uh, it's like pink corduroy pants and like a pink yeah, yeah. shirt. It's not very good. I didn't like her first outfit, the like skirt over jeggings look that she had going because it was like a long, like flowy, not maxi skirt. It like hit her at the knees, and then she had like weird leggings on underneath it that were like periwinkle colored. <laughs> uh, but the rest of her outfit was like maroon. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'd i say most of the outfits in this episode weren't, like, so outlandish that, like, we have to do a full breakdown. They were just yeah. kind of bad in the way that, like, middle school outfits are bad. <laughs> yeah, middle school in 2007 was a bad time for everyone. <laughs> well, um, was, there, was there anything that we didn't get to that you uh, would like to share? Um... Why did I write down, wow, what an interesting name? Who says that? Somebody <laughs> says, wow, what an interesting name to somebody. And like the zombie thing. I don't remember, but I wrote it down. <laughs> and then somebody says, LOL, down to earth. I wrote that down too, but I don't remember the context of these things. So <laughs> I don't know what that was either. <laughs> did, I, I wish I remembered because I feel like it was stupid that somebody thought, I think somebody thought Hannah had an interesting name. Um. But her name is just Hannah Montana. Was it about Zoranda? It could have been. Zorinda? Zoranda. Zoranda. (laughs) The undead? I don't know. 
Uh, also, yeah, like Princess the- of the Undead. I kept wanting to say it was like Queen, but of course she's like a child, so princess. Yeah. Also, I feel like the the bathroom set is the exact same bathroom from That's a Raven. Um, whoa, it just lightning here. That was crazy. Yeah, your TV just flickered. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> um, hurricane season. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think this episode is pretty straightforward. It's the same plot as like every other episode that I've been on for, which is crazy to me. <laughs> it's just like something happens, Miley and Lily fight, they get over it. <laughs> so, uh, keep your friends close, friends. <laughs> keep your boys arms length. Can you apart. can you hear any of the background noise on my end right now? No. Rick is like drawing a bath and <laughs> watching something on his phone very loudly. Oh my god. And, like, the door is open because Xena walked in, but, like, then nobody closed it behind her. <laughs> and I'm just listening to this, like, rush of water and, like, phone noise. Tell your dog to close the door. <laughs> Xena, close the door. <laughs> what are you, raising She's too busy chewing on her own paw. Yeah, Toothus is fully asleep on my bed waiting for me to feed him, so. I'm gonna have to edit so much in this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We've had some problems with this one. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out me saying this, but was there anything left that you wanted to talk about about the episode? I don't think so. No. Okay. Is there anything you want to talk about? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll I'll say that I'm I'm very excited for the remaining two Jake Ryan episodes this season. It's when things really start to come together. Um, the next episode has him as a big part of the plot and then uh like three episodes from now has him as a big part of the plot um so i'm excited to get to the rest of that story and to hopefully get to some slightly less generic um plot elements (laughs) you probably won't (laughs) i think the next the next like at least three or so um are a little more diverse. It's less like Miley and Lily have a misunderstanding and fight and more like there's a mission, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to get steamy. Huh? I want it to get steamy. <laughs> Where I know that there is a kiss coming up. <laughs> when is Jake going to be like, hey, are you Hannah Montana? <laughs> I believe he does actually learn her secret. I believe uh, Miley actually does tell him, but I think that might be in season two. I imagine it's one of those. Um, I think I think I remember. I think I remember something where it's always on a beach that she tells people. She always tells people on the beach. It is always on a beach. And why? Why on a beach? Why not invite them over to your house where no one can see you? Yeah, in the privacy of your own home, where I don't know, you're not on a private beach or on a public beach. Yeah, and it's not like. Like, wouldn't it be easier for them to shoot on the house set, too? I just, ugh. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I'm like, why? Why is it always on the beach? And at night. It's always on the beach at night, as if people don't go to the beach at night. (laughs) Just, like, in front of Rico Surf Shack. Right. In front of a place where people congregate to eat food and to, like, buy items, to buy sunglasses or whatever. Yeah. Um... But yeah, in any case, that's, I think that about does it for this episode. Um, Courtney, would you like to plug where people can find you? Yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram at and Twitter if you want, 
uh, at Courtney Seil, uh, S-E-Y-L. Um, you can follow uh, my new podcast, Ramsey's Recaps, um, at Ramsey's Recaps. And you can find it uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. Elise is going to be on that one. Shout out. Um, so it's very fun. Forward <laughs> to that. And uh, you can you can follow us on Instagram at Ramsey's Recaps, I think. I don't have it memorized yet. And then, yeah, you can also follow Trailer Trashed. We're coming back, baby. Better than ever. <laughs> so look out for that. I wonder if by the time this is out, um, if one or both of your podcasts will be back up and running. I don't know. When, I don't know. Uh, one's happening in December and the other's happening in January. So... <laughs> I think this might this might be out by then. I think uh, this this episode comes out like like six weeks from now. That's that's December. That's like December, right? Yeah, I think that'll be around the time your episode of Ramsey's Recaps comes out. So yay, perfect, perfect cross promotion without even trying. Oh my god, we're we're the sweet life on deck that you never or the the that's the sweet life of Zach and Cody or whatever. <laughs> Hannah Montana. I I got there. I got there. <laughs> <laughs> you got the there eventually event. and that's what counts <laughs> the crossover event of the season baby <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much for joining me again courtney um i will be having you back very soon yeah as always <laughs> gotta fight over that dolly episode <laughs> yeah um <laughs> 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 obviously by the time that this uh is up for you guys to hear we will have decided and recorded that episode but as it stands right now i have not made my final decision on who will be the guest host for the dolly parton episode <laughs> and it's a point of contention <laughs> who will you give your rose to <laughs> <laughs> you'll just have to wait and see everybody <laughs> the tension <laughs> This could ruin friendships. <laughs> I really hope not. That would put a wrench into my whole podcasting operation if suddenly, like, a bunch of people were like, I'm not going to be on your show anymore. <laughs> you don't let me in the Dolly Parton episode. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess the good news is, is that she's on, like, three or four episodes. So if nothing else, everybody can get at least one. <laughs> yeah, everyone can have a little bit of Dolly in their life. <laughs> you can have a little Dolly as a treat. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so much to all of you for listening and for tuning into today's episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and I hope you will join us next week for season one, episode 16, which is, in fact, Good Golly Miss Dolly. <laughs> Um, and in the meantime, you can go ahead and check us out on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod and on Instagram at Pumping Up the Podcast. And until next time, keep on pumping up the party.